0: Each and every one of you back to Benedettiville Small Town Adventures. That means it's Sunday. That means that it is 3 p.m. and we're here in Petaluma at mm-hmm. KPCA Studios. We're on the air at 103.3 FM. We're live on the net at kpcafm, and we've got the entire neighborhood crew in here. Leah, you want to say hi to everybody? Say hi to everybody, Leah.
1: Hi.
0: Maya, you want to say hello? Hello. Stella and Emmy are here too, but they walked away from the microphones. Hello. Oh, that yeah, you still got them. And uh, my name is Geo. I'm Jen. Hey, how's it going, everybody?
2: We're here on this, uh, really, the, the first weekend of Benedettiville summer vacation. We are
0: fully on summer vacation. It is really exciting. We're looking forward to a long, luxurious summer. And truth to be told, we haven't made that many plans yet. So part of our show today is about really trying to focus on getting some summer plans together. We've asked a lot of people about plans, a lot of summer-related questions. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the focus. Would you agree?
2: I would agree. Uh, so we we have a... A news story coming up next. Yeah. Some, some summer-related themes, Great. and and let's get right to it. Maybe after these messages. Yeah, the news after a message from our sponsor. Here we go.
3: Hey. Hey with me Bill. You can call me Bill too. I don't mind. Do you wanna know why? That's because my name's Bill, and I'm stinky. Hey <laughs> I've got a restaurant. It's called the garbage pay. Do you wanna know why? It's because our tables are like giant garbage pails. And y'all sit around a big shallow garbage pail and have dinner. You'll love it. It's the most exciting place to eat ever. We never know what we're gonna serve. Do you wanna know why? It's because we only serve garbage. Your garbage. I mean you just a list of addresses. The address. We bring the garbage can from that address, we dump it out on your table, there you go, eat it up. Maybe 289 on Mulberry Court, had chicken and that before for dinner. And then maybe unrelated to that chicken dinner, they just threw out a bunch of old crackers. Well, then you're having chicken bones and old garbage for dinner. Bone ever deep, if four seven six green for a circle, filled up their the garbage can with birthday decorations from their party last as Well, you're in luck. Maybe you'll get a piece of cake, or a cupcake. Or some kind of garbage for birthday But well, watch out, they probably have lots of wrapping paper and old paper plates in there, too. Watch out for anything in the Birmingham Drive neighborhood. Do you, you want to know why? It's because lots of dog owners are out there. do you know what that means? That's where we get to ring the poop bell. Ding, 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 really, watch out for the poop, guys. We have a motto here at the garbage pit. Do you, you want to know what it is? A surprise customer is a happy customer. Thanks to our model, we have 100% happy customers. So come on by to the garbage pail and go see me. Your buddy Stinky Bill, the garbage pail. It's as delicious as it is clean. Watch out for poop. We're ding, 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 ding,
0: Watch out for poop indeed, Jenny.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> the
2: for the week, um... June 3rd, here's the news. <laughs>
0: well, I left the mic on for that. I think we we didn't exactly bring the news that we wrote out, but the good thing is that we know mostly what we were going to say. So.
1: <laughs> Absolutely,
2: because it's summertime, folks, yeah. and there's lots of summer adventuring happening in the backyards at yeah. Benedettiville.
0: Yeah, we even went around Petaluma, and we asked a few people about summer plans, about what they like about the summer. I think maybe we could we could just start there and figure out. On let's the street, do it. On the, street. on the street. You guys told us, so
2: let's see.
1: What is your favorite thing about summer? What I like about summer, I like about summer, playing some fun summer games. I like that we could eat blackberries and that we could eat um raspberry and watermelon.
2: Those are really good things. What do you think is the best thing about summertime?
1: The best thing is that there's no school to wake me up really, 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 really in the morning. I can wake up as late or as early as I want. Um, That you get to play and go on sprinklers and in your pool. And that you get to have friends over. And it's really hot so you can go in the shade.
2: What is your favorite thing about
1: summer? It's fun because there's lots of flowers. I like seeing the flowers and picking them for people. It's nice and hot in the summertime. I like sitting in the sun and closing my eyes.
2: Yeah. And it is sunny and that means we're sunscreen folks. Yeah, we I had know. a experience with our first sunburns of summer. Uh, already and wasn't pretty. So, wear sunscreen. And in related outdoor backyard news, salamanders were found under the lamb's ear plant in Benedettiville. In our front yard. And that led to a massive salamander restoration project and a salamander haven was built in the neighboring yards.
0: Pretty phenomenal, super hyper local news. You guys aren't going to find that kind of news in the newspaper. They're not covering this important stuff. Only Benedettiville is covering salamander rescue squads and habitat restoration inside of the neighborhoods of Petaluma. So if you guys have some super, super secret local news, uh, let us know. Bring it on down. And in the
2: related news, um, on Saturday, there was a ladybug rescue in the front yard, um, by Leah Adarrett, and Benedettigal Adventure team members were on the scene at the time of the rescue and got this report. We just rescued a ladybug from a spiderweb. How do you feel about that? Good. What do you think about spiders? I don't like them. What do you think about spiderwebs?
1: Um, i don't like them. Um, how do you think a ladybug feels right now? Happy. How do you think the spider feels right now? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't feel happy, but maybe he wanted to eat the ladybug. Hmm.
2: What do ladybugs do in the garden that make them so special?
1: Yeah, so in the garden, they can find ladybugs, and so a lot of people like ladybugs, so they feel really happy.
2: Do you think we did a good thing today, rescuing the ladybug from the spiderweb? Mm-hmm. Twelve,
0: awesome. twelve Twelve. Twelve indeed. A dozen, as it is also known, on the mean streets. Uh, that's it for our super hyper-local news. Once again, if you've got news such as salamander findings, such as ladybug rescues, we'd love to report on it. You guys can record it on your uh, smartphones at home and just send us that. Or you can just send us a little script. We'd be happy to read it on the air. Just send it to mail at com. That's an email address that you can send it to. Now, um, we're going to get to some more summer activities and actually uh to talk about some summer activities we sent our puppet correspondent blue to talk to uh as usual champions of the imagination and creativity and in this case the champion of the imagination and creativity was uh very own benedettiville uh resident stella jean so uh stella and blue take it away let's see what they let's see what they have to say
4: hey how's it going stella can you see me across this microphone yep yeah. Alright. Hey, congratulations. It's summertime.
1: Uh, How's that feel? Uh, happy.
4: Yeah? Yeah. Okay, Uh, what you gonna do for summer? What are your plans?
1: Probably have a lot of sleepovers. Oh, that
4: sounds great. Hey, so for a sleepover, what's your favorite thing to do uh, for sleepover? Do you like to stay up all night? I
1: like to watch me.
4: Um, what's your favorite movie to watch? Um, you don't have to have, like, a favorite movie. How about, like, what's a movie that you've enjoyed watching? Um, Girl and
1: the Nervies.
4: That sound, what? That sounds scary. Was it scary? No. Oh, good.
1: It was um, rated for four years and
4: a half. Um Okay, you got some sleepover plans. What else are you going to be doing for your summer break?
1: Hmm, probably going
4: to the fair. Oh yeah, the fair is really cool. Do you have a favorite ride at the fair? What do you look forward to at the fair? Ice cream. Oh, ice cream is a great thing to look forward to. Let's see, what else is over there? They got corn dogs. How do you feel about corn dogs?
1: Mm, I like them.
4: Yeah. uh,
1: I also like the big bouncy ride.
4: Big bouncy ride? What's
1: that? Well, the big bouncy, like, trampoline thing when they put harness on you. Oh, yeah, you like bounce, bounce
4: way up to the sky. That thing's crazy. I've never done that. You do that? Mm-hmm. They let you do that? Yep. Whoa. Be careful out there.
1: I've I've um, bounced higher than the buildings.
4: Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. How do you feel about uh, Ferris wheels, speaking of going up real high?
1: Oh, I love going on <laughs> a Ferris
4: wheel. Yeah, what about uh, roller coasters?
1: I like roller coasters.
4: What about, like, those spinny rides that make your mom and dad feel sick?
1: Mm-hmm. I like those, too.
4: You like those, too? That's How do you feel about hiccups?
1: I don't like
4: them. Yeah, I don't like them either. Do you have any cues for the hiccups?
1: Lots and lots of water.
4: Yep, just keep drinking water until the hiccups go away. How do you feel about, like, do you ever feel like people can scare the hiccups out of you? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Has that ever happened before? Yep. Whoa, who did it?
1: Uh, I think it might have been any. Uh, and we just scared the hiccups right out of you. Yeah, I was in the bathroom and she stuck up on me and scared me and then I the
4: hiccups went Wow, that is incredible. Um, so for your summer, do you have any like big trips planned you going anywhere? You gonna go on a vacation somewhere or something? Maybe. Yeah? Where are you going? What mm-hmm. do you think? Where would you like to go? Camping. Yeah, I love camping. Do you have any favorite things about camping? Yeah. Like what?
1: Uh, I like that you just come um, by a spot in the woods. Sometimes there's like little screams by you, and, and you don't really have to listen to any of the cars going by. Oh, it's so peaceful. And you yeah. are just like listen to the crickets. Uh, Yeah, unless
4: a bear comes into camp.
1: Uh, yeah. Then you kind of have to listen to all that rattling and shaking.
4: Right, yeah. You slept through it last summer. That's what I remember. That's the story I heard is that a bear came into camp and you were snoozing. Yep. Man, hey, next time wake up. That's exciting stuff. I know. Um, You just graduated from first grade. Yep. What was first grade like?
1: Uh, it was like me reading tons and tons of books.
4: Wow, in first grade? Yep. That's pretty cool. What do you feel second grade is going to be like? Just more books?
1: Uh, yeah.
4: Do they teach you anything about math and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, Stella, I hope you have a wonderful summer.
1: So do I. Yeah. How about I have a wonderful summer?
4: I bet I hope, you.
1: How? My summer is it going to be full of mosquito bites.
4: No, no mosquito bites, please. Hey, um, and thanks for working through those hiccups for the interview. I really appreciate it. You're real tough over there. Mm-hmm. Good luck finding someone to scare you. Hey, wait. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got an idea. Yeah.
1: Boo! <laughs> Did that work? Maybe.
4: <laughs> Let's see. I think we got them.
1: Yeah. They're all gone. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm real good at scaring people. Yeah. Have a good day, Stella. Okay, we're going to go back to the studio now. It's going to be weird because you're in the studio. Yeah. And I'm going to be in the studio. Yeah. But we're not doing this in the studio. Yeah. What's the big deal with that? I don't know. Hey, either. All right. Well, I guess back to us in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Hey, Stella, back to you in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) So long. Bye. Uh, yeah. Hey, Stella, you in the studio or what over there? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? And look, we got some other buddies here in the studio. Leah, how are you? Good. Yeah, Maya, how you doing? Good. Emmy, what you doing over there? She's eating an apple, you guys. Hey, Hmm. Emmy, what are your summer plans? Eating apples. That's what she's going to say. Well, I just wanted to take a quick minute to ask some of these other kiddos what, hey, Leah,
1: Hmm.
4: what do you like about the summertime? What are you going to do this summer? Mm Mm-hmm. She doesn't even know. Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to, like, hang out with your neighbors a whole bunch, and then you're maybe going to show up on a radio show and uh, sing along to all the songs. How's that sound?
1: Good. Great, yeah.
4: I think you should do that a lot. My, you got anything you're looking forward to? Um, this summer?
1: Yeah, we might be going to Harry Potter World for my birthday, and um, uh, I'm going camping uh a couple
4: of weeks. Wow. Wait a minute. Hey, you got room in a suitcase for a little puppet with a cool blue goatee?
1: Sure.
4: All right. Guess guess who else is going to Harry Potter world this summer? It's blue. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Maya. That sounds like fun. Camping sounds like fun too. But Harry Potter world? What? What? That's crazy. Hey, Amy, what are you gonna do this summer? eat some apples. Oh, sorry. She's not really on the microphone. Let's see if we can get her. There you go. That's it, kiddo. I am gonna
1: eat hot chocolate.
4: You're gonna eat hot chocolate? That sounds great. Hey, how much you gonna make? You gonna make a little bit of extra for your buddy Blue over Let's here? true, campfire. Oh man, invite me, but keep me far away from that campfire. If there's one thing your buddy Blue is—it is highly flammable. Yeah. Well, hey, you guys. Anything else you want to say about summertime or anything? I
1: love Yeah, me and, too. Yeah. And why would why would you make hot cocoa if it's in the middle of summer? It doesn't make any sense.
4: I think any excuse to like uh, eat chocolate is a great reason, you know. Like maybe maybe campfire and hot cocoa around a campfire. Maybe it gets a little breezy at night. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: baby. Yeah, camping. Camping,
4: camping and cocoa that. go together. Camping That's what I think. Oh, you guys are great. Thanks for coming in and hanging out with me. We're going to go and we're going to ask some other kids from the mean streets of Petaluma about what they like about summer. And And then we'll go on to some other things. Let's see what's up over here with these other kiddos.
2: Summer vacation. Like, think about summertime. What do you like to do in the summer?
1: Oh, I like to um I like to go to the beach. Um you can go to the beach and it's really warm and you can play it like and you can like relax and it's not cold. Even ice cream. And I get to tell my mom it's sunny with a chance to go to the beach that you get to go to the pool. And it's gonna be my birthday. <laughs>
0: that you can't do with an empty box. We're back live in the studio here on KPCA 103.3 FM, streaming live KPCA.FM with Benedettiville's Small Town Adventures. We've got a crew of kids that we are trying to wrangle simultaneously with doing a radio show. Somebody can show up at any point with a trophy if they want, because I think Jenny deserves a trophy today. Uh, We're going to go to our next thing, which is a little poem I wrote called Summer Plans. And this is a poem that I wrote thinking very, very much of my poetry hero, Mr. Shell Silverstein. Without further ado, Summer Plans. I've been planning for summer for most of the year, and hip hooray, finally summer is here. I started my planning sometime last September, or maybe last summer? I can't quite remember. There's pages and pages of things that I'll do now that the last day of school is through. I've got plans for pools and sprinklers and beaches, for baskets of blackberries, cherries and peaches. I'm planning on sleeping bags and setting up camp, exploring and hiking and stories by lamp. I've got plans for campfire marshmallow roasting and sweet chocolate melting and graham cracker toasting. There's been serious planning for picnics each meal, and I'll snack, and I'll take recess whenever I feel. I'm sure that I'll travel to faraway lands. There's plenty of faraway lands in my plans, and I've set up some tours around the backyard for days when I don't want to travel too far. The plans fill up notebooks. If I made a stack, the plans would reach up to the ceiling and back... I've been just so busy with all of my planning, the ladybug catching, the river gold panning, the games and the running, the hiding and seeking, the tagging, the counting, the when I'm at peaking, vacations and road trips and sing-along songs with choruses right, but the verses all wrong, the plans upon plans I've been planning all year, and finally, now that my summer is here, I'll start on my plans, but not just so soon, even though when I stack them, they reach to the moon, I'll eventually get to my plans, and here's why. My first summer plan? is sleep till July. Yeah. What, 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 Damn! Yeah. Hey, are you guys, are you not paying attention? My plan is to sleep till July. You guys, first thing on my plan. All right, no, fine. We'll go on to the next thing instead. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Shell Silverstein. Hello,
1: hi. I'm a Fantastic Five, newest
5: member of the Average Superhero League, and I'm committed to helping the people of Sonoma County with my average superhero power. You see, I'm five, six, seven, eight.
0: I just love those singers. Those singers on that track are, like, some of my favorite in the world.
2: I, I don't know if, uh, you know, Ebenezer has anything on Lala's or, you know, that sounds like some pretty, incredibly creative flavoring.
0: They're very creative. The yeah. flavors are creative. You know, you're going to be in creative segue. Um, what I have here is a list of what-ifs. And uh, for this list of what-ifs, I'd like to read them on the air. And, uh, you know, we can just think about them together here in the studio. We're still here with Leah and Maya. And Cell and Emmy, and uh, there's some disagreeing, disagreeing about like who's drawing on what piece of paper and with what pen. You know, it's standard, standard ops. So let's let's go into our what ifs. <clears throat> it all started one day around the dinner table, where somebody mentioned losing a baby tooth, and then I started to think, what if we lost arms and legs, baby arms and legs, and then grew, grown up big kid arms and legs the same way that we grow our big kid teeth. And I think the only thing about that is that it would be extremely weird. What if anything that you planted or that you left on the ground would grow? Anything, anything at all. So even if you littered, it, if you just dropped a plastic bag on the ground, it would grow into
4: a big, bushy plastic bag bush.
2: Then I think that people would be really more conscientious about what landed on the ground. I yeah, know? you
4: would be.
0: Like you and would More grow, intentional. Yeah, like you would definitely throw candy on the ground and grow a Skittles all the time. or something. Yeah. Everywhere. And you'd mm-hmm. not want to have like cigarette but ash plants growing Disgusting. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it'd be gross. Yeah. But very interesting. What if every single color had a power, a superpower? Like red was firepower, blue was water power, yellow was lightning, orange was light powers, green was like slime powers, purple force field, white was flying, black was invisibility. And then any clothes that you bought or that you wore that had those colors on them would give you those powers. And if you had a car, your car would have the power of the color that it was. So if you had on like Emmy today is wearing purple. And if she... She would have awesome force field powers. I'm wearing all black, so I would have invisibility powers every day. Pretty much My every day. Pretty much. My. Mom's wearing so many different colors. She's got white and red and blue, so she has water, fire powers, and she can fly.
1: Um, I have. What you got this, um, Many different colors. Yeah. Color. Like orangish. Um, I have.
0: Yeah, purple, you've got fire pink, powers. Uh, you've got definite yellow, force field powers. Light powers. Blue. Yeah, um, water powers also.
1: I. Leah, I could fly. You could
0: definitely fly because you got some white over there. Yeah. Leah, what are you? Are you what are you rocking over there?
1: I mean, uh,
0: some greenish. I
1: pink.
0: Yeah. I think pink is a form of red, so that'd be like fire, but maybe not like super extreme burning fire. More like yellow. warm campfire. Fire. Yellow would and be like light I powers. Have, I love it. What else is on there? Black, black and white, invisibility and flight, because those are black and white pants. What else African. you got? Yeah, perfect. Maya, what That's kind of powers are you sporting ball. today?
1: I have some pink, black, white, black and white, purple, pink, lots purple. of force fields. Um I have another some more black. Yeah.
0: Okay, hey, so we got some invisible I mean our superhero team is pretty pretty excellent. And I drove over in a blue car, so there's water oh, powers.
1: Papa. Yeah. And you got some white. And
0: he's even got some white. So I think the what if of the color thing is, uh, that's a hit. And then, you know,
1: that would be amazing. Yeah.
0: Just like, and then if you needed a different power, just like carry a can of paint around with you. And then just slap some paint all over your shirt. You're like, oh, I need to be invisible. Throw some black paint on. And then all of a sudden your powers change.
2: I was like thinking about the circumstances when I would need that to happen <laughs> every day.
0: Uh, well I love I love the what if game. The cool thing about a what if game is that if you just think what if about anything small, it can turn into a huge imagination story. And so. sometimes
1: sometimes about bad things sometimes it's bad yeah. Bad
0: things. yeah yeah and you can just chase it around wherever it goes then we're gonna go into story time here and story time this is a definite what- if like what if there was a place called messy land where they had no utensils that's a good that's a good what if let's hear let's hear what would happen at once upon a time there was a land called messy Land and in Messyland, they had never heard of such a thing as a spoon or a knife or a fork. They ate everything with just their hands and faces. And so if you had soup, you just slammed your face and it was like, and you got soup everywhere. And if you had a sandwich, of course, you'd eat it with your hand. But if you had spaghetti, you just ate it with your hand and you'd get the sauce all everywhere. And so because it was so messy there, Everybody was always a mess. And you got your name by whatever the first stain was that you got on your clothes. And so the king of Messyland was King Mustard. And the queen was Queen Ketchup, And they had a daughter named Princess Gravy. Because the very first thing that she stained was Gravy. And so that was the happy family, and everybody in Messyland was pretty happy. Uh, although they did get very messy, so it was kind of stinky because people had like bits of food stuck everywhere. How oh, come didn't
1: take a shower? They
0: would every once in a while, but they wouldn't like every day all the time. So wouldn't
1: they wouldn't be like, oh, I not messy. I need to take a
0: shower. No, because it was called Messyland, and nobody really thought it was that messy. They didn't really figure out why everything smelled so bad and was kind of gross. They just kind of—that's just how things were. That's just how it was. What happened one day was there was a giant flash and a pup of smoke at the breakfast table in the kingdom. And when the pup of smoke disappeared, Princess Gravy was
1: gone. Wah, 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 wah,
0: and they heard a cackling. They said, Oh no, it's the evil wizard. He's stolen away our princess. What are we
1: going to do?
0: And so King Mustard and Queen Ketchup figured out they're like you know what we should do we should put up signs everywhere in the kingdom and say reward if anyone can get our princess gravy back from the evil wizard they will become heroes of the land and we will take care of them forever and feed them and give them all the gold that we have we just want our baby back and so they went all around and they put signs up everywhere and the bravest knights went out and tried but they failed and knights from all over and brave warriors and other sorcerers and wizards would try and they all now the word got out all the way into the countryside, where there was a house, where there lived a family of utensils. There was a mama soup ladle, there was a papa butcher knife, and they had three little babies: spoon and fork and knife. That's
1: so that weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, they have a fork. I could get why they would have a spoon and a knife, but why would they Great
0: question. I can't answer that question. It's just, it's just what happened. Nobody it's knows. A it's a utensil. They have utensil babies.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: the spoon, fork, and knife had grown up and they were getting pretty big and they were starting to adventure off on their own into the forest every day. And they saw, tacked up on one of the trees, the sign that said, Please rescue Princess Gravy. You can become a hero of the land and get all of the gold that you would ever need. If only you'll bring back. Princess Gravy from the evil wizard. And they said, we should seek our fortune. And so they went back to their mom, soup ladle and their dad, Butch and they said, Mom, Dad, we're going to go seek our fortune. We are going to rescue the princess, and we will become heroes of the land. And their mom and dad said, what are you talking about? The bravest knights and the strongest warriors have gone and failed. Why will you a spoon and a fork and a knife? How will you succeed? They said, we believe in ourselves, Mom and Dad, and we are very clever. Don't worry about us. Said, well, we will worry about you, but if you must go, then you must go and They packed some supplies, and early, early the next morning, they set off on their adventure and they started following the trail through the forest, up through the winding cliffy hills, all the way across the fields on the other side into the swamps where there lived the evil wizard. And of course the evil wizard had a crystal ball, and he was looking at it all the time to make sure that nobody was coming to try and steal away the princess. And he said, "Ah, well, it looks like these utensils are on their way to my tower. I'll stop them. And he waved his hands, and there was a rumble on the path where the spoon, the knife, and the fork were. And all of a sudden, before them, stretched out a giant pond of mucky, steaming, we said, how are we going to get across? Because there was no boat. How are we going to get anywhere? We're, we're stuck. We'll never get to the wizard's tower. And the fork said, let me see what I can do. And the fork kind of poked around the words and said, I can't do anything. And the knife poked around the water and said, oh, let me see what I can do. And kind of splashed around. He's like, I can't do anything either. And Spoon said, step aside, knife and fork. This is a job for me. And so, scoop by scoop by scoop, the spoon emptied that whole lake until it was as dry as a bone.
1: Woo!
0: He wiped the top of his forehead, which was like the little curvy bit. He said, now oh we can God. go. They said, wow! Spoon's a girl. Yeah. That's what I meant. So she wiped it. report. She said, "Woo! we are. That was a lot of work. And they said, Spoon, that was incredible. You're amazing. She said, oh, thanks, guys. Let's go. And so they went on through the dry lake all the way to the other side, and
1: they continued towards the tower.
0: And the wizard in his tower said, Whoo. That's what the sound he made when he was very disappointed. He
1: said, well, I'll get them with this next sound.
0: And he waved his hands and he said his magic words. And then, poof, there was a rumble. And in front of the path, where Spoon, Knife, and Fork were walking, all of a sudden there was a giant tangle. All of the branches from the trees that were lining the path tumbled down. And there was a huge pile of branches. And it was so high that they couldn't climb over. And it was so wide that they couldn't go around. And Spoon said, let me try but there was nothing to scoop. A knife said, let me try, but the wood was too hard for its little edge. And fork said, step aside, spoon and knife. I think this is a job for me. And using, is it a boy or a girl? So, fork, using the little pointy tines on the fork end, started to pull aside the branches, and he would get all the branches stuck in his tines, and then he would pull them out, and one by one by one, finally... He heaved and hoed and he got every single branch out of the way and spooned a nice one. went, whoa, that's amazing, Fork, you're incredible. And Fork said, yeah, hey, thanks. I didn't know I could do it. And they continued on the path. And the wizard in his power, of course, went,
1: Meah.
0: He said, well, I'll be waiting for them. They came to a giant cliff. And across this giant chasm, spanning each side of this giant cliff, was a bridge. And the bridge was held up with ropes. And Knight, spoon and fork said, Look, there's the tower. we got
1: to get to the other side. Let's go.
0: And they stepped onto the bridge. And guess what stepped onto the other side of the bridge? A giant monster. The wizard had turned himself into a giant monster. Oh, y'all stop here now. And they said,
1: Whoa, it's the giant wizard. He's crazy, crazy monster. we got to get out of here.
0: And Spoon and fork panicked, and they ran back into the bridge. They said,
1: Come on, Knife.
0: And I said, Wait a minute. I've got an idea. And Knife started sawing away on the ropes that held the bridge up. Saw 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 saw. He said, What are you doing? He said, I've got an idea. Saw 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 saw. And the monster came crashing forward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are
4: you doing? I'll stop you. You'll never take the princess.
0: He <laughs> started stomping across the bridge, but I started sawing, 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 and then finally <laughs> it cut the rope. And one side of the bridge, all of a sudden, the rope dropped, and the mother said,
1: uh And
0: he slipped right off the bridge, all the way to the waters below, and he was swept away and never seen again. And Spoon and Fort came out of the loop and said, Knife, that was incredible, you're amazing. He said, hey, thanks. I guess we're all pretty useful, huh? He said, yeah, I guess we are. So how are we going to get to the tower? He said, well... This rope on the other side is still attached. Maybe we can climb very carefully across. And so that is just what they did. And they went all the way to the wizard's tower and they went up to the very, very top room where there was a princess. And they opened the door and, oh, man, the smell of all the uh, old boot and the stains on the princess's clothes was pretty bad. And they said, oh, are you Princess Gravy? And she said, yeah, I am. Who are you? What are you? I've never seen anything like you before. They said, oh, I'm a spoon, I'm a fork, and I'm a knife. And we were here to rescue She said, wow, that's incredible. I said, we kind of cut the bridge down, so we're not going to be able to go back the way we came. She said, don't worry about it. He's got a magic carpet downstairs. Let's take the magic carpet. I said, that's
1: a great idea.
0: So they hopped on the magic carpet. And they flew up into the air and sped off. And they flew over the trees and the mountains, through the clouds, all the way back to Messyland. Where they could hear before they even got
1: there,
0: they could hear uh, King Mustard and Queen Ketchup crying, and they said, "That's what the sound that the princess made on the carpet." And they flew right in the window, and she said, "I'm home, mom and dad." They said, "Oh my goodness, our baby!" And they grabbed her and they gave big hugs and kisses all around. And when they had finally settled down, Princess Grumpy said, "And look who saved me!" And they looked down, and there was a tiny spoon and a fork and a knife. They said, what? What are you guys? They said, I'm a spoon, I'm a fork, and I'm a knife. They said, well, you are the heroes of the land. And even though we've never seen anything like you before, you will be the heroes, and we will give you all the gold that you need, and you and your family can live in our kingdom and in our castle forever and ever. They said, that's great! That night, there was a huge feast to celebrate the return of Princess Gravy and they brought out all of the princess's favorite food like uh and gravy and mashed potatoes and pasta with lots of sauce yeah and salad and soup and of course there were no utensils everywhere and so after they had served all the food the king said let's eat and thanks to fork spoon and knife for bringing back our princess And then Forkspoon and I were sitting at the top of the table with the king and the queen and the princess and they looked out and they watched all of these people in their very nice clothes that they had worn to the palace just start
1: slopping
0: everywhere and digging up big handfuls of mashed potatoes and gravy and and smearing them all over and then grabbing a handful of noodles and and then grabbing turkey and gravy and it was slopping and spilling everywhere and they said,
1: wait a minute everybody!
0: And everybody stopped. They said, um, there might be an easier way to do this. And everybody said, what are you talking about? They said, watch this. And then Spoon hopped into a bowl and served a spoonful of soup to the princess. And then Fork and Knife teamed up and they cut up some of the turkey and they served some of that to the king. And then uh, Spoon jumped over and jumped in the mashed potatoes and gave a spoonful to the queen. And they went, that was unbelievable. And they said, yeah. We're utensils. We're useful in all kinds of different ways. You guys should use us. And they said, uh, Royal blacksmith, come here right now. And so the Royal Blacksmith came and he went off to his blacksmith shop and he made spoons and forks and knives for the rest of his days. And everybody ate with utensils from then on. And Messyland became known as Utensilville. And that's why we use spoons and forks and knives today, actually. That's, that's, that's the story. Not a feeling. That's, not a feeling. that's entirely true. Yep. Once upon a time, we never used forks and spoons and knives, but now we do because thanks to the original spoon and fork and knife.
1: Well, that's the uh, that's the end of the story. Thanks for listening to the story, you guys.
5: tomorrow For people who like us but just want more options. We'll take you in seven days to seven different dimensional possibilities of Earth. There's man on frozen Earth. There's a, a There's this human new of the Earth that was colonized by robots. There's the Earth where everyone looks the same. There are two dimensions. An Earth of dragons. An Earth of giant worms that live in warm seas and try to that tunnel on the dirt. I'm telling you, forget wrong, forget wrong. confidence. Expand time, expand your conscience of so space and time. Come and see me, tell so me at my interdimensional travel agency. And I'll take you somewhere where going.
0: My goodness, there's an interdimensional travel agency. I am so glad that Selma's Interdimensional Travel Agency is one of our sponsors this week because we don't have any real concrete summer plans, and I'm sure that the family would love to go. So, um, I mean, I haven't really talked to anybody about this yet, but I think I'm just going to go ahead and make the phone call here. So, uh, luckily, we've got a telephone here in the studio, and I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, and call. And let's see it's ringing I'm not sure you're not gonna be able to hear this really on the air yet until I push the talk to caller button but um, I'm just thinking about the dimensions that we could go to like a dimension where there's a river full of coffee or uh, the cream there's a well of fresh cream oh yeah P- apparently uh, the the number is, is not working I don't know I guess I'm gonna have to figure out a way to do uh, interdimensional phone calls, but one thing is for sure: this family next week is doing an interdimensional, uh, an interdimensional vacation. So, what kind of dimension should we go to? What, what would you like to go to? I
1: would like to go, hmm, maybe to a place where I could ride on a wooly mammoth. Uh,
0: yeah. I think they, they even advertised that on the ad and um I'd like to do something where I could like shoot laser guns or uh have a sword or something. So that would be fun for me. I don't I think what do you think mom would like to do? Mom and Emmy had to step out for a minute, but I bet uh, Jenny would love
1: I, I might want also to be the size of a fairier worm to and tend to ride a holy Yeah, I
0: think well, it would be I awesome. Don't know I do. Well, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Do I have Selma on the phone here?
1: Hello. Hello. This is Selma. Selma's Interdimensional Travel 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 Agency. Can I help you?
0: I am so glad that this worked. Okay, so Selma, I was just talking to my family and we just heard your ad on uh, the Benedettiville Small Town Radio Hour. Can you book... Oh, that's great! Yeah, can you book like a custom package for a family of four? We have next week off. The only thing is we need to be back in the studio next week for Benedettiville Small Town Adventures.
6: I see. I see. So you're looking for like a week-long package. What, what kind of things are you interested in experiencing?
0: Well, the kind of thing that, that we're interested in is uh, like maybe a, a dimension where the coffee uh, comes up out of the hot springs and maybe the rivers have oh, cream in them.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, and then, okay. okay. Uh, my daughter Stella wanted to do a woolly mammoth ride.
1: The size of a fairy. Right.
0: Yeah, maybe become the size of fairies. Uh I know that uh, my daughter Emmeline, was talking about being a character in some of her favorite uh cartoons. So does that sound like something all you could
6: right. work out? I right. you know, I could I could work out something. It sounds like you're looking for more of a custom package. Yeah, um, yeah, that
0: sounds um, about right.
6: And and if well well I, I could uh put together uh, a an interdimensional transport disc for you, um by right, tomorrow afternoon, now, you guys could be ready to transport it if you were if you were ready.
0: Yeah, no, we we will be totally ready. We will get all of our stuff like together right away. Don't you worry about a thing. Um, we'll be there tomorrow, all four of us, one week, right? Because we have to be back for the radio show. That's the important thing.
6: Right. So, so I could possibly transport you right back to the radio station.
0: That would um, be uh, from, ideal. let's
6: say, uh, you know, Fairyland or something like that. You know. Oh, pit. that's
0: fantastic. Um, hey, Selma, uh, we're coming up on the time where we have to do our, uh, our outro credits and our thank yous. But thank you so much. We will be at the Interdimensional yes, Portal no tomorrow. No
6: problem. Yeah, I'll send you the link to the itinerary this evening. You can have a look at it.
0: Oh, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.
6: Thank you for calling Selma's Interdimensional Travel Agency.
0: All right. Well, so long. Bye-bye. Oh my goodness! I can't wait for this vacation, you guys. Um, holy cow! Uh, it's got to be one week, and we'll be back next week. And I think I think the show next week should just be about our interdimensional travels because I, that's that's worth reporting on. Well. It's the end of this episode, so thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you after our interdimensional vacation right here on KPCA 102.3 FM, streaming live on the net at KPCA.FM. Uh, Benedettiville is GeoGen, Stella, and Emmeline Benedetti, and we were joined by Leah and Maya, our wonderful neighbors this week. All the music that you heard was by Benedettiville. We had Sesame Street in there. Natalie Merchant was in there. And a special thanks this episode, of course, to Rob, Jared, and John
1: down here at PCA.
2: We'd also like to thank McKinley first graders, Josh, Kelly, Layla, Christy, Asolino, Sienna, Alvin, Miriam, Yuretsi, and our cousin Jeffany for talking to us about summertime favorite things to do. And we would like to thank our sponsors.
0: Our sponsors this week were the Garbage Pail and, of course, Selma's Interdimensional Travel Agency. Thanks a bunch. And we had the uh, Ash Legion Sonoma County Chapter, of course, back out there with a uh, fantastic finder. Drop us a line anytime, folks. Mail at Benedettiville.com. we got a P.O. box, number 336, here at the Mail Depot in Petaluma. Just drop it out there. And we look forward to hearing from you. It's been so much fun.
1: See you next week. So long, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.